The Duck Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ. Yes, good evening everyone and you're listening to At The Oki here on SENZ. My name is Ben Francis and we are going to be talking all things darts through till 10pm tonight. At The Oki proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lighting and more, the Dart Depot. We have a big show on the cards for you tonight as we are going to be talking to the three men who qualified for the New Zealand Darts Masters, which will take place in Hamilton next month. Our first man who qualified, he beat out 49, sorry, I should say 48 other people over in Australia to earn his spot at Hamilton next month over in Australia. Uh, he is joining us just before his club night in Melbourne, so we appreciate his time. Uh, Mal Cumming. Mal, how are you tonight? I'm very good, thank you, Ben. How are you? Yeah, mate, very, very good. Uh, congratulations, first and foremost, for qualifying for the New Zealand Darts Masters, but you also qualified for, was it the New South Wales event as well? Yes, mate, thank you. Yeah, I've qualified for uh, yeah, the New Zealand Hamilton one and as well as uh, the Wollongong Dart Masters. How did it feel to you know qualify for those events and now you're going to be back on the competing on the big stage? Uh, it took a little while for it to kick in, especially the New Zealand one, because I don't know why, but I did not expect to uh, get through. Um, it was a tough field we had the whole week. But uh, no, overall, I was really excited about uh, being able to come and visit your lovely country and uh, show you guys what I can do. Of course, you'll be joining a pretty uh, big Aussie contingent competing over here and, of course, in, uh, in Wollongong as well. You know, what is it going to be like sharing the stage with... You know, some of those great players, not only the Aussie ones, but of course, you know, the likes of Gerwin Price and Michael Van Gerwen. Yeah, it's going to be, um, I think I might be a little bit nervous. Like, I have played with uh, Gigi Damo before, as, you know, over here in Australia, we're all competing. Um, but to be able to grace the stage with the greats of Michael Van Gerwen and Gigi and all them, it's just going to be a phenomenal um, experience for myself. Um, yeah, just really looking forward to it. Can you tell us a bit about your uh, journey in darts for those that aren't too aware? Like, how, how did you get into darts and how long have you been playing for? Uh, I got into darts about 32 years ago. Uh, my dad used to play local leagues back in Perth in West Australia. So, yeah, it was just a natural progression to play with dad as he went along. Um, yeah, then I decided just to about 12 years ago to move to Melbourne and I thought why not see where this journey can take me. I was expecting just to maybe play a couple of state events um, but I've been fortunate enough to make it to Lakeside um, and to play on that stage was amazing. Um, but yeah, here I am today about to step on stage with some of the greatest star players ever to play. Who, are you hoping to draw anyone in particular or is it one player in particular you desperately want to face or you'd see it as like a, a, you know, a big goal just to, just to be on that stage with them? Um, yeah, no one in particular. Um, preferably an English player because uh, as few people know, I went to Lakeside and played my own teammate from Australia here in Justin Thompson. Um, so it would be nice to play an English player on the on a big stage, but overall I wouldn't be fussed on who I played. 
it's just the experiences alone will be fantastic. So, in terms of prep- preparation for these tournaments, you know, how's that going to be? Uh, of course, you got New South Wales, and then you're coming to New Zealand as well. So, there's going to be quite a lot of uh, time on the practice board. Yeah, there's a lot of time on the practice board because um, I've also got uh, the Australian Open, which is uh, oh, of beginning of August. Um, so I'm playing in that alongside some great players as well and a few English players. But yeah, putting some time on the board, plenty of practice. Um, I might even hit up one of your greats in uh, Ben Robin. Soon you'll have a throw online with me. Um, but yeah, just gen- just general practice, but I have been all year sort of thing. So we've got three big tournaments in the next coming months. So you kind of, I guess what is your goals? What what Have you got anything set in mind that you really want to achieve in, the, in this next month? Um, just basically to play well. Um, just to show people that what I can do, what Australian darts is, what we can do over here in Australia, as well as the New Zealand boys. They're all uh, quality players. Um, but like deep down, I'd like to try to go to England in December and play at Q uh, School just to see how I go. If I pick up a tour card, well, that'll be a bonus. So that's some quite quite big goals there, and hopefully these events can uh, serve you well in uh, preparation for that. Uh, can you just talk to us, Mal, a bit about the quality of darts where you are? I know, you know Australian darts is really strong at the moment, but in terms of you know, where you are in Melbourne, you know, what's the scene like there? Yeah, we've we've done it pretty hard of late with uh, with all the COVID, as everybody has. Um, but the quality of darts hasn't seemed to have dropped off. Numbers in players has yet, but the quality is still very strong. You know, we have the likes of Justin Thompson, Peter Machen, um, David Platt over in Perth. You know, so it's a the 40, 50 odd people that turned up last week to play in the qualifiers for us. It's probably the strongest field we've had for many years and it was, just, it was just great to play is there a particular player that you enjoy watching more than others or someone that you aspire to be like which you know, sounds a bit weird when uh you know with how long you've been playing the darts but i guess you know there's always someone that you you do enjoy just looking at or watching over others yeah i, I like watching all games um yeah, there are a few players I love. I love watching Damon Hedder. Um, it probably sounds silly because Damon's a bit younger than me, and uh, we both come from the same <laughs> town and everything from back in Perth. Um, so I've known Damon for a long time. Um, but just his style, his action, and the way he presents himself on and off the stage mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, Gerwin Price, well, you can't really go past him, can you? Yeah, he's people call him antics, but I just believe it's the passion he has for the game. You know, he just puts everything on the stage and the way he goes and win, lose or draw, that's what you get. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I really I really enjoy watching Gowen Price and he's you know such a cool character and it's going to be great uh, to see him over in Australia and New Zealand. And uh, Mal, you're talking about, you know, you might try have a game with uh, Ben Robb uh, before all these events kick off. I can tell you that today at uh, SCNZ, we officially launched our Nine Dart Challenge. Uh, you know, you, you would have, surely just had nine darts at the board and added up your score to see what it is. So if you do want to trump Ben and kind of get that mental edge over him, you have to score more than 286. Okay, that's a challenge. 
anything to get over uh, the big rig is a good thing for me. Yeah, well, totally. <laughs> we have a great little rivalry happening. Yeah, uh, well, so you just got to video yourself, mate, and uh, send it through, and you know we can put it put you on our leaderboard. Uh, I must say though, and I, I'm not bragging here, but uh, there's only uh, Ben, Rob, and myself have actually uh, done it so far because we we did it before the competition started, and it's the only time I'll probably ever get one over Ben, Rob. With uh, I had a, I had a massive massive fluke. Uh, doing it, but I got 338. So if you want to try beat that, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you good luck. All right, I'm on to that. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> uh, you, you might be able to do it at your, uh, your your club night tonight in Melbourne, and uh, maybe you can get some of the guys there on board to to jump in and have a go as well. I'll definitely try and get them on board, mate. Not a problem. No, that's all good. Uh, Mal Cumming, thank you very much for your time tonight and uh, all the best at your club night tonight. Hopefully you smashed it out the park and we'll uh, see you when you're over on the on this side of the ditch for the New Zealand Darts Masters in August. Thank you very much, Ben. I'm looking forward to coming over and meeting all you guys. And, uh, yeah, what a challenge it's going to be. Yeah, it will be. Uh, Mal Cumming there joining us on At The Yockey, proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things darts and queue. Visit thedartdepot.co.nz. We are 10 minutes past nine here on SENZ. Uh, while we have a bit of time here, we are just going to reflect on the big tournament that finished this morning over in the UK, which was the World Match Play, yes, for the Phil Taylor Trophy. Michael Van Gerwen, who, of course, will be down here in New Zealand next month in Australia, he faced Gerwin Price, who is now the world number one. It was a very, very interesting match in terms of how it played out. Gerwin Price uh, capitalising on quite a few misstarts at double by Michael Van Gerwen, but Michael Van Gerwen did exactly what he does best. He stayed in the contest. He started hitting those doubles, and the match reached 14 all before Van Gerwen hit the lead and eventually won the match. He throws this year. We don't know. Bullseye now for Michael Van Gerwen. And Michael Van Gerwen wins the world match play with an absolute stunning comeback. Absolute stunning indeed. Uh, and the race to first to 18, as I said, he didn't lead at all until it was 15-14 in his favour. As I said, Gerwin Price did race out to the big lead early on and you could just have that feeling Van Gerwen was chipping away. He was scoring a lot better and once he started hitting uh, those doubles, he looked like a very tough man to beat. Let's hear from the man and as he spoke to media post-match. To actually finish the game off like the way I did, uh, it was probably a bit late, the same like I did against Dimitri, but this game was at a higher level. Because uh, I had to produce everything to, to make it really difficult. Uh, I missed doubles early doors. He threw everything against me why he had in his power. It was a tough one, but I'm glad I could work. I won, uh, I won this game. He sat there yesterday and said he was favourite. Did you genuinely mean that, or were you playing a few mind games with him? No, no, I think he was favourite. If you just look to his... Of course, if you're just going to look towards the history, I may be favourite, but if you're just going to look towards current farm and things like that, where I'm coming from, he was maybe slightly favourite, and that's what the bookie says. But people, I don't let my I don't let myself get be that easily. I never give up. I keep fighting all the time and uh, just believing in myself and my own ability. And I'm I'm not there 
for granted, so I'm here to win tournaments. You can see tonight a lot of mutual respect as well between you and Getty. Me and Getty, we know each other out of, out of our own pockets, you know what I mean? Because we, we played each other so many times at the highest level. Uh, so of course I've got respect for him because I think what he does for darts and people can say whatever they want about him, I think he's a credit for darts and people probably want to say that as well but they always want to boo someone, you know what I mean? But I wasn't, I'm glad it wasn't me tonight. Do you still see Gezi as your biggest threat? I think he's my biggest rival at the moment, simple as that. Of course Peter is a phenomenal player but I think uh, Gurren Price showed shows his class more often than Peter Wright and that's how it is, simple as that. All those men there will be competing at the New Zealand Darts Masters next month at the Globe Box Arena in Hamilton. Great, great final, Michael Van Gerwen. Just coming back from an injury as well to win his third world match play title. And of course, overnight as well, we had the inaugural women's world match play, which featured eight uh, women's players uh, combined on the order of merit after the women's series. And Fallon Sherrick, who is also coming down under, uh, she beat Aline de Graff 6-3 in the final. Uh, that was great to see that. And also the PDC, the Professional Darts Corporation, confirming that that event will be back next year. Great for women's darts as well. It is 13 minutes past nine here on SCNZ at the Yockey. Proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lighting and more. The Dart Depot. After the break, we're talking to another qualifier. This one from New Zealand, our very own Bernie Smith. 18 minutes past nine here on SCNZ at the Yockey. You're listening to Ben Francis here and this show is proudly brought to you uh, by the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lighting and more. The Dart Depot. Uh, tonight on the show, we are talking to the men who have qualified for next month's New Zealand's Darts Masters and our next guest is Bernie Smith Bernie sealed his spot in Hamilton with a dramatic 7-6 win over Ben Robb to secure his spot back on the stage and we are proud to be joining him on the phone now Bernie how are you today? Yeah, how are you going, Ben? Yeah, I'm very, very good, thank you. But uh, probably not as good as you, though, as you're going to be back on that uh, big stage playing in front of the crowd. You know, how awesome is that for you? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, looking forward to it. How's it going to be playing in front of a New Zealand crowd? I think, was it 2016 you played in Auckland and then uh, now you're going to be back uh, six years later? Yeah, oh, it's pretty good. Don't mind it at all, actually. <laughs> Better fun. Now it's been it's been a little while since you uh, have been on the big stage. Of course, there was the uh, infamous Coughgate incident uh, at the World Champs when you qualified for that. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, do you still get reminded about that a lot? Oh uh, yeah, fair bit. Some of the boys uh, do sneaky little coughs behind me when <laughs> when we're playing. Oh well, ho- hopefully, hopefully that doesn't happen again. But uh, I know, I know you've touched on the incident after it happened, and uh, it's a shame they got brought up. And I know you said that uh, you know you didn't hear uh, Justin coughing, but you know, can you just talk us a bit about that experience all those years ago? Does it still, does that moment still play in the back of your mind? Uh, nah, not really. But I still remember missing that double. But yeah, nothing to do with the cough. Just missed the double. Yeah, it was very, very, very close. I remember sitting there watching, you know, hands in the head like, oh, you know, you had that double probably multiple times, you know, playing and it, it's really tough to see. How often do you still play, you know, darts competitively in New Zealand? Uh, not so much since COVID. I haven't really 
well, I haven't travelled at all since COVID. I haven't been out of basically the furthest I've gone is um, Hamner, which is an hour and a half drive. But if there's something on on in Christchurch, I'll play in it. So that was that was the big reason behind uh, suiting up for the uh, for the New Zealand Darts Masters qualifiers. Then, well, it was a bit funny. I, I, I was just about not playing on that Saturday because I I, I set up the hall. You know, it's down there um, eight o'clock that morning, making sure everything was right. And I hadn't decided till I, I took my gear with me, but I hadn't decided till like twenty past ten that morning that I was going to get my gear on and play. So yeah, it ended up being a a good day. <laughs> well, what are the chances of that? That's awesome. Just that last minute decision to play, you know, that that is great. Uh, so what kind of involvement do you have in darts now? You said you're setting up the hall, but, you know, you're quite, I guess you're a bit of a mentor to lots of the younger ones coming through the ranks down in uh, Christchurch. Yeah, I try to um, put on some, you know, I try to make sure there is something, especially over COVID, like we had nothing, no competitions here and I uh, tried to get the top 16 players into a comp and and just, you know, battle it out with each other and it, it worked out pretty good and yeah, old Caden was another one that was in that 16 that we were playing so, you know, and we had Hopes and John Hurring and Landon, you know, we had all, all the top players in Canterbury and yeah, it turned out to be a really good comp We've got actually we've got Caden coming up uh, shortly on the show. Can you tell us a bit about yeah. him and kind of his rise through the ranks? Because I guess it's quite remarkable that uh, you know, someone as young as him has, has qualified for such a big event. Mate, he's been around for a few years now, and like knocking on the door, a really good player. Um, yeah, no, he deserves a spot. He's he's always there. He's, he's Always close, but yeah, he oh he won he, he's won a few tournaments around Christchurch and um, cares with his mate um, Jordan. They they won a fair bit here, so you know it's not no surprise that he's he's done well. So yeah. So it seems that uh, Christchurch is the hotbed for rugby in New Zealand and also darts, then, isn't it? No, I I think so. <laughs> well, I think so I think. We're, you know, some real good talent here, some young guys coming through, some established guys. Might have to pack my bags and move move down your way then, so uh, I'm an amongst it all, because that would, that would be great. Uh, Bernie, can you tell us a bit about, not just in Christchurch, but I guess the growth of darts in New Zealand since you've been playing? Of course, you've been around the scene for quite a while, so you would have seen you know, lots of younger people picking up darts. You would have seen lots of these other guys at the moment just grow through the ranks. Can you just talk to us a bit about that? Yeah, so I guess I was up there around 10 years ago, around the top. But you, you see young players coming through and, you you know, you can spot them. Like, we've seen Ben, we've seen Hopes coming through. That would have been, you know, six or seven years ago. You could see those guys coming. Then you've got the likes of Caden. You know, Warren Perry would probably tell you he sees the same. You know, these guys, they actually push you. And they these guys make you better, so and it's quite good to see them anyway. So, yeah. Have you looked? Sorry. Oh no, I was just going to say it's it's 
there's always like a wave of young fellas coming through and if someone doesn't push them, you know, they just get lost. So yeah, you just got to make sure you, you're doing the right things, I guess, with the young fellas. Make sure they stay interested. Yeah, totally. And uh, just looking quickly, looking ahead to the uh, New Zealand Arts Masters, uh, Bernie. You know, what kind of what will your preparation be like uh, in the in the lead up to the event? I, I have always thrown darts every day at home, so I'll change nothing. Probably, I'll just do my. Like, I'll throw every day. It may may not be practice. I'll probably practice like tough practice, maybe three or four times a week but I still throw darts every single day so yeah I probably won't change much at all Do you have any particular practice routines you like working on or does he just play you know 501 or you know what what does uh, Bernie Smith do when he's uh... I I just practice on the triple 20 and and finishes basically that's all I do Alright I'm going to start start doing that a bit more then (laughs) Yeah Especially finishes, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We, we've uh, seen seen that a bit in uh, darts lately. How important it is to finish, if to uh, put those opponents oh, yeah. away. Put those opponents away. Uh, is there anyone that you're hoping to you know face in Hamilton, or are you just you're just excited for the challenge? You know, it's gonna be your, as you said, you're gonna be your, probably your biggest trip uh, since pre-COVID. Yeah, well, it doesn't really matter who you play these days. They're all that bloody good. It's uh, you know, they're they're all on the same level, so. Yeah, I've got no hopes for anybody. I'll just uh, take whoever I'm I'm given, I guess. Good stuff. Uh, Bernie Smith, thank you very much for your time tonight, and uh, hopefully we'll see you in uh, Hamilton next month for the New Zealand Arts Masters. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ben. Cheers for that. That's Bernie Smith there, uh, one of the qualifiers there for the New Zealand Darts Masters. It is 26 minutes past nine here on SCNZ, and after the break, we're going to be joined by Caden Mill. 29 minutes away from 10 here on SCNZ at the Oki, proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. The Dart Depot is your one-stop shop for all things darts in queue. Visit thedartdepot.co.nz. And uh, joining us now on at the Oki is one man who will be making his television debut next month at the New Zealand Darts Masters. He beat Hopai Puha 7-4 to confirm his spot in Hamilton, and his name is Caden Milne. Caden, how are you today? I'm good, thanks, Ben, man, yourself? Yeah, I'm very, very good, thank you. Uh, first off, congratulations for uh, qualifying for the for the New Zealand Darts Masters. Can you just tell us a bit about how the day went and just that moment you hit the winning double? Um, yeah, started off with a pretty strong section, eh? I thought it was going to be tough to qualify, um, but got through pretty easily, to be fair. Um, then, yeah, knockout stages, just tough game after tough game, eh? Everyone was bringing their best. Everyone wanted to go to Hamilton, so, yep. Um, nah, but hitting the winning double. Uh, me and Hope, I both missed a few doubles before, so, yeah, it was a big relief, eh, hitting the double, the winning double. I saw the reaction on uh, Facebook was pretty good after after the you know it was announced you were qualified. You know what was that? What was that all like? You know was that surreal moment? And how long did it take to sink in? Thinking, oh my God, I'm going to be playing one of the best players in the world in about a month's time. Um, it was probably that same day. Yeah, I was just um, just buzzing around the the dart hallway. Just oh man, I was just on another planet. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry to ask this question, but I did try to look it up. But how old are you exactly? 
I'm 22. You're 22, okay. I wasn't sure because I was seeing uh, lots of information about you being there a youth player and I was trying to work out the, the, the criteria for a youth player. But I was going to say, you know, qualifying at, for the Darts Masters at 22 is is pretty awesome awesome going and something that, you know, you'll be very proud of and to make that uh, TV appearance. What was your family's reaction? Oh, they were so happy for me. Um I got home and my mum had brought tickets for her and my sister to come and watch. I was like, yeah, they just were oh, so happy for me. Was there any nerves uh, in that final against Hopi? Because, you know, beating him is hard enough, let alone, but for a spot in the New Zealand Darts Masters is another thing. Um, no, I wasn't too nervy. I wasn't really thinking about the Masters. I was just thinking about playing the game. And um, I've been pretty close to to beating her by a few times but um, never got over the line until um, I think that day was the first time ever I beat him. So. Well, you picked a good time to do it if that, that is certainly the case if, uh, for qualifying for Hamilton. Uh, is there one player that you know you look up to uh, in the professional scene that's coming here that you just loved the opportunity to, to face? Um, well, I haven't got a, a number, not number one fan of anyone but um, yeah, I mean, I love to play whoever's who's number one at the moment. I think uh, Gurren Price might be world number one, so love to have a crack at him. Are you going to give it large if you are drawn against him? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I'll give it a few draws, eh? Oh, that, that's uh, it's so awesome to know that, that you have qualified and competing on that big stage. You know, how long have you been involved in darts for and, you know, what got you into darts in the first place? Uh, yeah, so my old man plays darts as well so it was just pretty much going along to tournaments with him and then eventually started playing um it's probably about 10 years ago now that i started playing all right so that, that you've been going pretty well and you know what kind of things are you going to be working on uh in the lead up to the darts masters are you going to you know be putting in a bit more practice or are you getting lots of tips and pointers from some of the other guys who have been there before um definitely practicing Heaps just every day, yeah. He's playing games with my friends online. Um, as for tips, yeah, I might have to ask the guys for some. Don't know what it's going to be like yeah, on the stage. Have you figured out like a walk on song or anything like that yet, or is it you know, we're just going to worry all about that later? Uh, no, we're going with Pump It by the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, good choice, good choice. I should have had that ready, but unfortunately I didn't. Uh, can you tell us a bit about uh, your nickname and what it is exactly? Uh, so I go by Half Stubby. Um, basically, went to um, a good mate's house after a dart tournament and didn't finish off my beers. Left a few half-full beers lying around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's that's quite the story there. I, I wasn't expecting that because I, I did I did see it was half stubby, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure, so I, I had to check on that. But that's that's quite quite the good story. And uh, seeing that dart shirt you had on as well, you know, is quite impressive. And you might get a few laughs. Uh, you know, quite a people quite impressed with that. That might be one of the the uh, better nicknames out there in the world of darts. <laughs> good what are, do you involved in any other sports or is you mainly focus on darts or you know what is Caden uh, Milne like away from the hockey um I don't play any other sports to be fair I'm sort of um if I'm not playing darts I'll just 
be cruising around on my motorbike, just um, doing that. It's probably the only thing I do really: darts and motorbikes. Oh, sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, I'm not. I'm not brave enough to get on a motorbike myself, but uh, good on you that you are, Caden. Uh, before we let you go, we just got a few questions here, just so uh, the listeners here can get to know you a bit better ahead of your uh, Darts Masters debut. So I hope you're uh, primed and ready. Okay. Uh, what 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 are your go to tunes on Spotify? So say you're at the Darts Masters, you're warming up. What have you got playing in your headphones? Um, probably Red Hot Chili Peppers, Arctic Monkeys. Cage oh, Some good choices there. I, I, I give you my tick of approval if that means anything to you. Uh, what, what will be your, like, your go-to meal? Like, Do you eat anything particular before a big match or anything like that? Uh, no, nah, I wouldn't say I eat anything in particular before a big match, but love a pizza. That's uh, always a good choice. Uh, who's the most famous person you've met uh, outside of darts and or in darts, in fact, but you can't say uh, Ben Rob. Man, I to be honest, I haven't met too many famous people. Um, oh, I met Phil Taylor once, but yeah, that's about it. Oh, I, well, I think I think that's good enough. I think that's that's pretty high up on the list. I think for most <laughs> uh, darts fans, anyway. And uh, so, kind of answered it before, but. Uh, motorbikes probably your biggest interest away from darts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, love riding them, working on them, just messing around with them, that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. And uh, what would you like to achieve in darts? Is the final question. It's uh, <laughs> a big question. Um, oh, I'd love to get a tour card. Eh? That'd be that'd be living the dream if I had a tour card. Have you got a got a like a five year plan in terms of working to heading over to the UK to get that, or is it going to just go all guns blazing as soon as you can? Yeah, nothing in place yet. Um, if I get the chance to go over there, I'll, I'll take it straight away. Have you been to? Sorry, I've got another couple of questions that's popped in my head. Have you actually been to the Darts Masters before uh, pre COVID, and have you seen seen what it's like and experienced uh, the atmosphere and what you could be in for? No, I've never been, so I've got it's gonna be it's gonna be quite a new experience for me really. Oh you're not you're not like Bernie Smith who I had on before and said he hasn't really travelled anywhere other than uh a, a north of Christchurch it seems. No, I've yeah, travel as much as I can, eh? Okay, well that, that's a good start because Bernie City's barely left uh, the, the Canterbury region since since COVID. So it's good to know that you've uh, brought in your wings a bit more. But uh, Caden, thank you very much for your time tonight, and uh, all the best in Hamilton. And hopefully we'll see you there and uh, kicking one of the the big uh, PDC guys uh, behinds up on that big stage. Yeah, I appreciate it a lot, Ben. All right, that there was Caden uh, Milne talking about making his. Uh, debut at the New Zealand Darts Masters his televised debut he beat Hopai Puha a 7-4 to qualify for that and uh, along with Mel and Bernie and Caden qualifying there are just uh, two spots left uh, for the New Zealand Darts Masters and they will be be determined by the number one and number two rankings on the Dart Players New Zealand Order of Merit Uh, they've got two events in Christchurch coming up I think early August off the top of my head currently uh, Ben Robb and Warren Parry occupy those and I believe Hopai Puha uh, is third not too far behind but he has opted to go play in uh, the Australian Open which uh, Mel Cumming uh, spoke about earlier so 
I would say Ben and Warren will be those other two, but there are still a couple of guys who are hot on their heels and anything can happen in darts, you know, just have a couple of bad days and you drop out. But at this stage, it will be Ben, Robin, Warren, Parry, who were our World Cup of Darts team uh, in those spots. So we'll find out by the next show. We will know exactly uh, who those last two qualifiers are. And there is an absolute big, big all-star caliber team that is going to be competing uh, of course at the New Zealand Darts Masters I touched on uh, the qualifiers we've just had there and of course uh, Gordon Glenn, uh, Glenn Mathers, uh, Simon Whitlock and Damon Hetter are a part of those qualifying lists as well and we have Michael Van Gerwen who was part or who won the world match play title overnight and the man he beat in the final Gerwin Price uh, also making his way down. Peter Wright, Fallon Sherrock, who won the Women's World Match Play, James Wade, Michael Smith, Johnny Clayton, and Joe Cullen are the latter two making their World Series debut down under. We are 18 minutes away from 10 here on SCNZ. After the break, we'll be talking to Nathan Greenham about something very, very exciting launching uh, in the world of New Zealand Arts. 13 minutes away from nine here on At The Yockey, proudly brought to you by the Dart Depot. Darts, dartboards, lighting and more, the Dart Depot. Now, every time Ben Robb isn't here, the text machine seems to just go absolutely absurd going, where's Ben, where's Ben, where's Ben? And I'm kind of thinking, I'm here, but I know you're not talking about me, you're talking about big rig Ben Robb. So for those that are wondering, he is... Uh, he was he was currently in Rotorua, I should say. Uh, yesterday, he won the New Zealand Darts Council Open Singles. He beat Aho Puha 6-5 in that to uh, win the men's title, uh, which has earned him a spot at the Lakeside World Darts Federation's World Champs because uh, he won a gold platinum event. But if he keeps on the way he's going, he could qualify for the PDC World Champs as well, and then he will have a decision uh, to make about that. And also just wanted to say that uh, Victoria Monaghan beat Wendy Harper 5-4 to win the women's event and Victoria for those that aren't aware I believe uh, I believe this is true that she will be the first uh, trans woman to compete at the World Darts Federation Women's uh, World Champs so congratulations to her Uh, I know there has been some uh, nasty stuff said online so a bit disappointed there from the darts community so no we should all congratulate her Victoria on what she has achieved because it is a great thing to represent your country and qualify for such a prestigious event but 12 minutes away from 10 here on SENZ. I am proud to be joined by a colleague of mine, but uh, Nathan Greenham, I just want to bring him on and say good evening to you. And mate, you're on to talk about a brand uh, new darts. Uh, I don't know how you would call it. I'm just going to let you lead the way. Lead the way. Tell us what you're doing. Oh, all good, Ben. Hey, look, firstly, um, as a regular listener to your show, thanks for having me, mate. I've enjoyed your show and and uh, I've enjoyed everything uh, everything about it. So it's a pleasure to be on here, mate, and talk a little bit about uh, a pretty exciting announcement, we think, in the New Zealand darts community. The uh, the ADC, ADC, now the ADC stands for the Amateur Darts Circuit. So it's probably painting a picture for you straight away, Ben, um, whereby we're introducing a new darts circuit to New Zealand. That's really exciting. So the Amateur Darts Circuit, I'm assuming that's for uh, people like yourself and me that uh, are not quite good enough to compete well or you actually I don't know for a fact because I know you've competed against uh, some of the, the top guys I'll say guys like myself who want to kind of get into the kind of competition of things but uh, just that kind of step below maybe the creme de la creme 
Yeah, that's a that's a um, that's a fair assumption, Ben. I guess strictly speaking, the only people who aren't eligible to play in the ABC are, are the 128 sort of pro tour players. So, really, how it's originated, the ABC originated out of the UK, um, and its origins were from the PDC. Um, who you'll know, of course, it's a professional darts corporation. Um, the, PD, the PDC felt that there was, uh, number one, there was a, a need to continue to promote darts. And number two, they felt there was a bit of a gap um, between amateur play and professional play. Um, so they've introduced the ADC. Um, the ADC have been in, in the UK running events now for, gee, probably a year or more. And uh, we're lucky enough for the ADC have, have started appointing regional managers uh, including Australia, so we're based out of ADC Oceania, which is uh, which again the origins are from Australia, and I'm lucky enough to be working with uh, with Kafiana Puha, who's a uh, another well-known name in the darts community, um, to bring the ADC to you um, and all the, the the rest of the darts community. So look, yeah, you're right. It's uh, it's for anyone who wants to play darts. It's all about promoting darts. It's all about getting those garage players out of the garage and coming to play in you know well-structured tournaments. You don't have to be affiliated to a club. And uh, look, one of the things we're doing for 2022 is we're having a couple of qualifying tournaments. We're having one in Christchurch and one in Wellington. Um, and then that will culminate in a playoff uh, in late October that will also be in Wellington. And the winner of that playoff will go to the ADC World Darts Open in London, competing for a £40,000 or an $80,000 kitty. So look, it's, uh, 2022 is a bit of a squash it in and get it done year, but we're really excited to introduce the ADC to New Zealand. Nathan, can you please get me off work so I can take part in one of these? Uh, I don't know if you have that capability, <laughs> but uh, I thought I'd just try my luck. Look, Ben, uh, um, if you did, mate, you'd be you'd be right in the top ten. I'm sure you'd make that final series, no doubt. Oh, you just so, put, just put uh, look, all that pressure on me. <laughs> I tell you what, just listening to you before and talking about your nine dart challenge. If you're averaging over a hundred, which you are when it comes to the nine dart challenge. Uh, you've got to be there and thereabouts. You've got to be in the mix when it comes semi-finals time, surely. I've actually tried to do it again because I got, I think I said 328, <laughs> which was just remarkable. I think the closest I got was 285, which was one off uh, Ben Robb's score. I've tried to replicate it again, but I haven't got anywhere close. So I think that was quite the fluke. I hope you, I hope we're going to get an entry from you sometime soon. Look, I look forward to coming up and give it a go. I, I don't know if you're averaging 109. I think you said 328, which is 109 average. I don't know that anyone's going to get close to that, mate. Even if you've got some of those, uh, some of those masters, some of those top eight players coming along, three hundred and twenty-eight will be a hard get, mate. So well done. I like I said, absolute fluke. I think it was eighty-five, one, three, two, and one, two, one, or something like that. I don't even remember. I just know it's on video, so it's an official entry. So uh, for those that don't know, I'll just touch on it while Nathan's on the line there. So uh, today at SCNZ, we launched the nine dart challenge. So all you're going to do is video yourself throwing nine darts, add your score up, send it through, and uh, there's going to be prizes uh, for people that enter as well. So we'd love to get as many entries as possible. And also, what we're going to do is we're going to get the likes of anyone who kind of comes into the studios here to have a go. And you can kind of compare yourself to some of the uh, celebrities uh, or celebrities, well-known people that we get in here. Uh, Nathan, Casey Frank was telling me last week that he's got pretty good uh, with the dart. So we're hoping to get him uh, his attempt, uh, I think, this week or next week. So how do you think he will go? Look, he'll be okay, and there'll be a few others who are natural sportsmen who'll come on in and have a crack, and I'm sure they'll equip themselves well. But I tell you what, 
if I was opening up markets at the TAB, Ben Francis would be the dollar ten favourite, um, probably shortening as every other person steps up to the Aussies. So, three hundred and twenty-eight is going to be uh, going to be a tough ask, mate. And you'll have some some world-class athletes in there giving it a bit of a go. But uh, my money's on you, Ben. I'm literally sinking in my seat right now. I'm crumbling under pressure. It's not something I cope with well. Uh, but Nathan, before we let you go, the uh, amateur dart circuit. Uh, how many people are you kind of hoping to get involved in this? You know, kind of what 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 are the targets going forward? Yeah, well, look. I mean, I guess the obvious answer to that is as many as possible. Um, the idea, I mean, for 2022, as I mentioned, we just we have to hold a couple of qualifiers with the intention of finding our New Zealand entrant for the World Darts Open, which, uh, which as I say, is in early December over in, uh, over in the UK. So 2023 will really be the year that we can start to, start to sort of get into our work. The plan is to create a tour. The plan is to visit, uh, you know, a number of different regions around the country with support from our darting community and hospitality community. Um, so look, it's it's here to grow. We don't, you know, we're not expecting hundreds for the first couple of uh, first couple of tournaments, but we're just looking to raise the bar as far as darts goes. We're looking to promote the darts, uh, promote darts, I should say, to as wide a community as possible. And and like I say, just enhance that darting experience and and bridge that gap between uh, amateur play and professional play. And it's uh, it's a really exciting time to be involved, mate. You've talked me up so much, I almost don't want to take part now. So if you're after like an MC or like a, a videographer or something, I'll, I'll be your man for that. So I'll, I'll take that role happily. Uh, but uh, Nathan Greenham, thank you very much for your time tonight. And uh, we look forward to seeing how uh, the amateur dart circuit kicks off and all the guys that take part. And hopefully we uh, this helps grow the game here in New Zealand. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. And, and for all you listeners out there, just have a look on Facebook at uh, ADC Oceania. You'll see we've sort of released the details tonight. And uh, we'd love to host you at a tournament. And, uh, yeah, thanks very much for having me, Ben, and throw straight, mate. Uh, <laughs> I'll do my best, mate. Uh, Nathan Green in there talking to us about the launch of the uh, amateur dart circuit uh, in New Zealand. That is very exciting stuff. And that is all we have time for tonight. Our next show will be... Uh, the 8th of August, which is perfect timing with the Queensland Darts Masters starting on the 12th of August. And then the next show after that will be our big preview for the New Zealand Darts Masters. And we've got a couple of exciting things planned for that. Thanks for listening to At The Oki here. My name is Ben Francis. Ricardo Ball will be back to take you through to 11 o'clock on Extra Time. <laughs>